0: welcome back this is healing never hurt so good i am adrian
1: and i'm stacy feels like it's been a while
0: it has been a while it's been two and a half three weeks yeah. uh so apologies to our dedicated listeners
1: yeah all three of you that were demanding that we record something as soon as possible sorry we're,
0: we've been very busy <laughs> moving children family stuff yeah, yeah. it's just been pretty busy but- lame we're here, though. We're here for you. We're here so.
1: now. Yes, we showed up. We yes. Showed up
0: Thank so. you for hanging in there, all three of you. Yes. <laughs> so this is an impromptu record, and I'm not sure what the topic of today's session because will
1: be. Adrian never does his homework, or yeah. apparently any prep work. But it's okay because I did. So a couple things I wanted to get into this week. One, I wanted to touch on Simone Biles, as it has been more sort of movement on that. And then the second thing is. Adrian, you had shared with me this week a couple of text messages from friends of yours who had shared their struggles, um, and we'd sort of talked about what are ways that you can help yourself without spending a lot of money if you can't afford therapy, for example. So I wanted to sort of touch on that, too. So first, let's start with Simone Biles. So, um... To get people up to speed who may not have been on the internet or watching the news this week then um for high profile gymnasts were testifying in front of the senate today about the abuse and it really you know aside from the obvious reasons why it would catch your attention i remember like in the maybe even the first podcast we talked about you know yeah. she was having the issues of the twisties at uh-huh. the olympics and that interview that i saw her give a year or so ago saying I want to stay in the sport to make sure that there's still a connection between Larry Nassar the uh-huh. abuse, and people who are actively in gymnastics. Yeah. And she talked about it again today in front of the Senate and just, you know, I, I just sort of thought about all the people who were so negative about her not being able to compete yeah. and just, Oh, she's weak. She's a loser. She's this, she's that. And then you look at, what she's been through and she's there testifying and talking about this horrific experience and how she stayed in the sport to keep it relevant in front of mind. I mean, the strength of character that you have to have to do that is just incredible. So I wanted to just give like massive kudos props, whatever to some, I mean, if she isn't somebody to look up to and aspire to be in a strong ass woman, like, I don't know who is.
0: You're absolutely right. And her and the other gymnasts. Yeah, they, they are definitely role models. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, kudos to them and just, oh, my God. Like
0: just- and if you're not following that in the news, you should. Uh, it's a pretty horrific story. It's pretty terrible what happened and what was allowed to happen. And hopefully people will be held accountable. So if you haven't followed that, definitely start following it ASAP.
1: Yeah, and for anyone who had any kind of negative thought about her inability to perform, like I I didn't think I would get into like the cursing so quickly in the podcast, but like, <laughs> you know, I kind of want to drop an F bomb right now, but I'm not going to, so that That's okay. To, uh,
0: Apple you know. Apple emailed me. We're not going to ever get syndicated. So, <laughs> you could drop them. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> We will not fix that in post. Yeah. No, it's very frustrating and especially knowing that it was a lot of men out there, a lot of uh what do you call them? The sportscasters, male sportscasters getting on their high horse and talking about this this woman. And as a man, I apologize on behalf of my fellow idiots. And yeah, it's just shocking the things that were said about her during the Olympics. And you're absolutely right. Hearing her testimony now, it's just so eye opening what she's been through and and what she stood up to. So yeah. Great job, Simone.
1: Yeah. No, really. Um, So moving on, the other thing, so adrian i know you more than me because you share the podcast with more of your friends and, and that's another topic i just
0: have more friends i'm nicer to people no
1: i that's was the... <laughs> i was thinking today about you know like saying like thanks mom for listening and then i was like well i haven't actually even shared this with my family
0: yet
1: this whole like sharing your feelings all yeah. the time kind of like uh like I, yeah i haven't shared it with too many people because it
0: I'm an oversharer, so that's okay. Well, we, I usually we I am. Out.
1: Like anyone who knows me on Facebook knows that I share way too much. But this, I was like, this is my inner thoughts and feelings, and I, yeah, I haven't shared it with many people yet.
0: Anyone so. who knows you on Facebook knows that you get into arguments about squirrels.
1: No, so.
0: <laughs> no. we won't get into that, people.
1: No. <laughs> We're not going to get into that today. But anyway, the point that I was getting to make was. Lots of people have reached out to you to share their struggles. And you had mentioned today, you know, that it was surprising that so many people are struggling. So I think it's important to hit on that fact that I swear to God, I feel like everybody is struggling right now. Everyone, probably everybody is always struggling. And I was thinking about why you sort of feel alone in that. And I think social media actually has a big piece of that because people put their best selves on social media. So you think that everybody else is living this amazing, wonderful, perfect life, doing all these great things. And in fact, people like throw that shit out there. But behind closed doors, they're like, oh, my God, I'm lonely and I'm sad and this sucks.
0: Yeah, no, I'm guilty of that. And I had a friend message me and said, oh, you are you on vacation? I see you posting these pictures. You're you're doing a lot. And I told her, I said, no, actually, I'm pretty depressed and I'm going through a lot. And. My therapist wants me to go out and distract myself and keep busy and keep moving forward. And uh, there was a picture of me in a kayak going towards a lighthouse. And if I may say so myself, it's a beautiful picture. But what people.
1: It's the if in it. Well,
0: yeah, OK, fine. Some credit to me. But, you know, what people don't know until I said in the podcast, that's the day when I thought to myself, well, what if I jump in the river? then I'll feel something different. So here's this picture on social media, like you said, where it's showing this happy thing, this cool activity, but the viewer doesn't know in that moment, I'm thinking I should just jump into the water and feel something different besides depression. So you're absolutely right. We have to be careful with social media and we have to remind ourselves that what people put out there is not a hundred percent you know, accurate representation of their lives or what they're going through.
1: I mean, I would argue it's not even close to 100. It's one yeah. single snapshot that yeah. usually happens to be positive that people go, "Ha, huh, I could put that up. I mean, I probably am an exception to that rule because I post, like, the bad and the ugly probably more than the good because I think it's... I was going to say, I think it's funny. Like, I like to make fun of myself. I don't think it's funny that people are suffering. I. I laugh at myself in that way. And so I post that nonsense stuff. But um,
0: if that's therapeutic for you, I get that. Laughing at your, laughing at yourself. Then no, I get that.
1: But yeah, I think it's an English
0: humor. I didn't know the English had humor, but anyways.
1: Oh, please. <laughs> moving
0: on. Please. <laughs> moving on. No, I, I definitely, I'm guilty of not posting the bad things. Uh, one, I'm an ugly crier, so I would never... <laughs> I've never posted a picture of me crying. Uh, And two, we're brought up and we're told not to let people in and not to let people see those things. And it should be behind closed doors. Don't air your dirty laundry. So yes, I am guilty of only showing the happy moments. But to all of our listeners out there, all All three
1: of you, (laughs) all five, I think we've
0: added two, please know that a lot of my recent activity, it's due to me being in therapy, going through a lot of uh, a lot of struggles in my life. And so as a result, I have to go out. I have to, I just have to stay busy. I have to stay active. And so, yeah, I decided to, to share that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So another thing that you had shared with me, I think, today, and you said you were going to give yourself some homework to do, which I'm guessing you Uh-oh. probably didn't do. Because no. <laughs> as we know, Adrian's really shit at doing homework.
0: I still graduated.
1: Uh-huh. Um, was, you know, how do you help yourself when you don't have the financial means to afford therapy or, you know, yeah. joining a fancy boat club? As okay, you no, well,
0: <laughs> it's, it's not a boat club. It's a club that happens to have boats.
1: It's a boat club in <laughs> Manhattan. It sounds kind of fancy to me. But anyway, that's not the point. The it's point public. Is, if you're not posh like Adrian is, like, how do you, I mean, we're, we're joking, but, you know,
0: no, that's it's not weird. really funny.
1: But so one of the things that I thought of, and this happened kind of in the last two weeks. So my in-laws came to stay. To stay, um, and they could see that I was really having a hard time with basically my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You see how I like to laugh at myself Uh, and make jokes because that's how I get through it. I just laugh at myself. It's either laugh or cry. Sometimes I laugh and sometimes I cry and that's okay. (laughs) Anyway, so my in-laws offered to come and stay to help out. And so I figured, why not book a trip to go back to England to see my family who I've not seen for over two years. And... The weight that it took off me the minute I had the trip booked and knew that I was going to go somewhere, see my family and I had something to look forward to was immense. Like I was actually taken aback at what a big weight it kind of lifted off me. Uh-huh. And so that's why I was sort of thinking about like, you have to have something to look forward to. Uh-huh. And clearly it doesn't have to be a trip to England because, you know, uh, but that just has to be where happens to be where my family is, but something to look forward to. So what does that look like for you? I don't mean you, Adrian. I just mean like for you, like our three listeners. Like how how do you find something to look forward to that gives you that that something to like, okay, I'm excited about this, this is coming, and it gives you a piece of happiness to know that you're gonna do something fun in the future?
0: That's that's a good question. And before but before we go forward, I'd like to address the uh the 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 boat club and and <laughs> The reason I'm addressing it is that uh, no, <laughs> no, there's a very specific reason. I I always wanted to sail, and I just never got around to doing it. It always looked really cool, and so once I started therapy, my therapist said, "Well, what hobbies do you have?" And I realized I did not have a lot of hobbies besides playing cricket and watching cricket, and maybe watching some sports. But in terms of doing activities, I didn't have any. So I mentioned to him that I've always wanted to learn how to sail. And he was very excited to hear that because sailing is an activity that requires you to be busy. You're doing a lot, you're learning a lot, and you're constantly just moving when you're on that boat. So, so that's why I did it. Uh, and then to the financial aspect I thought of that a few episodes before, and I thought to myself, wow, we're very privileged to have health insurance and to be able to afford therapy, and there are a lot of people out there who are not in that position. So I 100% acknowledge my privilege, and I, I know, like I said, there are a lot of people who, who just cannot. So uh, back to your question as I rambled, what do you look forward to? I look forward to learning how to sail. And then once I join the club, I look forward to sailing on the weekends because I'm always learning something new. So, So that's what I look forward to and it gets me through the week. I get very excited, I check the weather, I know the weekend's coming, I know I'm going sailing. And then the other thing I'm looking forward to is my birthday because anyone who knows me Knows that I love that's my birthday.
1: away. You're as bad as my daughter. My God, hers <laughs> is before yours, and she's talking about her birthday. And I'm like, no yeah. you don't get to talk to your about your birthday until at least a month before."
0: No, no, no. I'm looking forward to my birthday. Well, someone forgot my birthday last year, but we're not going to point fingers at anyone. We probably
1: pointing fingers at me because I made you a cake
0: after you forgot the birthday the day of. But, anyways, no,
1: that's you're
0: that's, you're that's what I look forward to. Uh, what do you look forward to besides the England trip? So before you plan this trip to England. Oh, I didn't have That was oh, okay. That was
1: kind of the point. Yeah. I was just like trundling along and it wasn't until I planned this trip or I was able to plan this trip because my stepmother-in-law is like amazing and is going to come and basically handle everything while I'm gone. Oh, wow. I know she's listened to the first one. If she makes it this far, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. You are the best. Uh, I didn't have anything. That was sort of the point. And so when I had this, I was suddenly like, oh, my God, like, this is so important to have something to look forward to. It's a key part of being able to be happy is having something to look forward to. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's why I sort of want to challenge people to think about what, what can you come up with. And as I was sort of sat here thinking, you know, things that I used to enjoy doing back in the day. Um, was like coloring, adult coloring. That used Mm. to be so peaceful to me. Just sit down, like I would have a glass of wine on a Friday night, you know, and do some coloring, which makes me sound like such an old woman right now.
0: I didn't say it. No, as
1: I say it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm excited (laughs) to drink a glass of wine and do some coloring on a Friday night. But it brought me peace in darker times. Um, Something else that's really great is just hiking, or in England as we call it, walking. (laughs) (laughs) walking i never understood when i came here i'm like what what hiking to me is more like you know with like a pickaxe and climbing up mountains and this sort of stuff and then as i started doing it i was like wait this hiking that you people talk about it's just walking
0: just walking
1: it's just walking (laughs) but there's something about being out in nature that uh and I, I don't remember what I read, but there was something that was it basically like helps to change your brain chemistry, just being out in nature. So
0: like- you gave yourself homework there. Stacy will tell us what hiking and being in nature does to Walking. your brain chemistry. Walking. Walking I'm sorry Walking. to the Brits out there, all two of you. Yeah. So homework for you. Let's see how you do.
1: Well, you know, when, when you start doing your homework, I might do mine. I Until did my then. homework. No, it, was just, uh, talk-
0: talk it was just see for effort. crying. Crying releases endorphins and oxytocin, but it must, it has to be real crying and not fake crying. (laughs) There.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a solid F, as usual.
0: (laughs) Okay, so hiking, you you like to go walking, Walking. I'm sorry, walking. Being
1: out in nature, yes. No, but it's something that's free. You know, you could go out anywhere, to the beach, to like wherever, like find a couple trees, like hug a tree. I mean, you laugh at like... (laughs) hippies who used to back in the day hug a tree but i swear to god go touch a tree and like you will probably feel better because there's science behind it somewhere i just don't know what that science is
0: listeners if you send us a picture of you hugging a tree we will send you a t-shirt so go it may, out it there the and one do it. that
1: adrian's wearing right now
0: what's wrong with my shirt
1: no it's a it nice shirt a great prize
0: so you guys can't see but i'm, re- I'm wearing a really cool shirt yeah uh, so if you
1: go hug a tree and send us a picture we will give you adrian the shirt off of adrian's back
0: it has a racing patch on it, so that's how you know I'm cool. Simple. It is size XL because I have broad shoulders. So yeah. <laughs> Listeners, send us send us your picture of you hugging a tree for a raffle and our email address. <laughs> yeah, we have to raffle it because I assume I only have the one shirt. <laughs> And many people will email, I'm so sure. there will be a raffle. I'm sure there'll be
1: a huge, great big raffle, yeah.
0: You can reach out, healing never hurt so good at gmail.com or Wait, we Instagram. We, we've went over this. How much wine have you had? Not we've enough. touched on this. healing, healing never hurt so good at gmail.com. Has anyone
1: actually emailed us? One? No
0: one has no emailed, one. Oh, so I'm a little really hurt. hurt. I created an email address, guys.
1: Okay, anybody who's <laughs> listening, let's not make Adrian more sad than he needs to be. He it's a like cool never shirt. so good at gmail.com. Even if you just send one through that says test, I'm sure he would appreciate that.
0: You can get this shirt, guys. There are only a few holes. <laughs> and remember, whenever you reach out, everything is confidential. Uh, no names are ever mentioned. No names are ever shared. So please... Keep the feedback coming. Uh, it's it's meant a lot. I was very surprised at how many people have reached out. Pleasantly surprised, and we're very happy to hear that uh, we've we've touched a few lives. At least I am. I, I am. I <laughs> shouldn't speak for Stacy. Yeah,
1: no, please don't.
0: Yes, I'm I'm not happy at
1: all. I continue to be miserable. (laughs) She
0: she, she said it, guys. So, okay. So things to look forward to. That's one. What else do you have on today's agenda? Since you threw me under the bus, I did not prepare. So You
1: never prepare.
0: Okay. So you've prepared. So what else?
1: i I I prepared a lot. I had some Biles. Okay. One. happy. I had all
0: the feedback. That's three. Well, I brought the feedback. So really, I was half as prepared as you so okay all right listeners i guess uh this was a very short episode
1: yeah but it was full of it was packed with good.
0: yeah you got a good bang for your buck considering that this is free
1: yes you did get what you paid for <laughs>
0: you got what you paid exactly. for so keep the feedback coming we will have another episode hopefully soon maybe before stacy goes to england uh and please send us your ideas we will look into the free uh, free therapy options or the cheaper therapy options. There are a few out there. So before we do the homework, uh, I went on Google today. I did check some out. There are some that have free trials. After seven days, I think you start getting billed. There's another program called uh, Bliss, I believe it is. They give you eight free sessions where they teach you methods to help with depression. But again, it depends on the issue you're facing. There are different tools out there. So I'm not going to hawk anyone's product. But what I will say is there are options out there. I've started looking them up. There are a few I will. I will put together a list that will be worthy of an a plus i will do my homework and i will i will send it i will send it out into the universe so hang in there guys thank you very much and well everyone stay well and let us know what you look forward to
1: yeah i guess i would just close and say i i swear to god i i feel like almost everybody if not everybody is is suffering and in in Varying degrees, like everybody's having a hard time, so know that you're not alone. And if you have someone you can talk to, like, probably if you open up to them, they'll open up back. Like, we've seen this over and over through yeah. this podcast with people giving feedback. So, don't believe everything you see on social media, you're not alone. And ugh, life sucks right now, it's okay,
0: <laughs> it's okay,
1: it's okay not to be okay,
0: all right, guys. And, and remember. If you or someone you know is in crisis, please seek help immediately. You can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. That's a 24 hour crisis line. You can also text MHA to the number 741-741. That is 741-741. And if you are in need of support but not in crisis, consider reaching out to a warm line. You can find a warm line by either using Google or going to M H A N A T I O N A L dot org slash warmlines. So thanks again everyone and hang in there.
1: Take care.